0: Welcome to the Adult Child of Dysfunction Podcast, where we untangle the past, rewrite the present, and reclaim our future. I am your host, Tammy Vincent, and together we will break free from old patterns, heal wounds, and create new narratives. Are you ready to transform the effects of your dysfunctional past into your superpowers? Are you excited to get back in touch with your true authentic self? If so, then hit subscribe and join me weekly on the Adult Child of Dysfunction Podcast, Here we will learn from experts as well as experienced thrivers how to turn our trials into smiles while living our most authentic and joyful lives. Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 14. Today you have just me, just me, no guests, just Tammy. And the reason for that is because I want to talk about something that came up when I was visiting a friend this weekend, and it's come up probably two or three times this week alone with people that I've been talking to, so I wanted to address it. And that is the topic of forgiveness. Um, I went to visit my dear, dear friend and who was in a horrible car accident, and we were just talking, and I know she's in so much pain. She broke a lot of bones. She's in a wheelchair. She's ha- She's struggling. And right now, her mental health and her mental well-being is almost just as important to me as my own. So I wanted to reach out because she said something to me when we were talking about forgiveness, and she just said, I just can't let things go. So it it broke my heart for her because she just needs to be taking care of herself right now, nobody else. So I wanted to cover the topic of forgiveness. So maybe it will help some other people kind of just answer questions in their own mind about forgiveness. And if you're having trouble forgiving somebody for something, it will put your mind at ease or maybe just give you a couple tips and tricks on how to start to forgive. Now, forgiveness is a very complex topic. And the reason is, is because we're asked to forgive for so many different things. They can be little things like somebody stepping on your toe at the grocery store and they say, Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, forgive me. Oh, well, of course you forgive them. They didn't personally step, you know, purposely step on your toe at the grocery store. Um, or what about that person that knocks your milk over at the, at the restaurant, the waitress. And she says, Oh my gosh, forgive me, forgive me. Well, of course you're going to forgive that. What I'm talking about is the forgiveness is a little harder. It's because somebody Whether they intentionally hurt you or they hurt you unintentionally, they did harm to you. And it caused you some strife. It could have caused you physical ailments, mental pain. It could have stressed you out for weeks or years or even, you know, months and decades. Who knows? But those are the kinds of forgiveness that I'm talking about. And I answer so many questions on a daily basis. And so often in people's healing, they get stuck on forgiveness. Um I was in Al-Anon for many many years and I always would talk to people and there's you know there's certain steps of Al-Anon it's a 12 step program that works with people that are affected by other a loved one's addiction. And I would have people say, you know, I'm I'm good, I'm I'm going through the steps, I'm doing the work, but I just can't seem to forgive them. And they would be stuck there for years. For years, they wouldn't move on and they wouldn't find peace in their own mind and in their own heart and in their own souls and spirits because they couldn't forgive. So that is what we're here to talk about today. So what are three reasons? I'm going to first, I'm just going to lay out the three or four reasons that I think sometimes people cannot forgive someone when they hurt them. One is that they feel like it's letting them off the hook. So if somebody did something horrific to you and you forgive them immediately and they come to you and say, hey, you know, forgive me. And you say, OK, you're forgiven. It's it's done. OK, you, you feel in your heart that you're letting them off the hook, that they're never going to have to take accountability for what they did. And maybe you feel like there should be some justice in that, that they're not off the hook, that they do have to suffer some consequences. And that is completely fair. Now, when you forgive someone, you are not saying, I forgive you, you are 100% back in my life right now, right here, just like things were before it happened. All you're saying is that you're giving them a little grace. You're showing them a little a little reprieve from your anger. And maybe I should go all the way back. Maybe I should go all the way back to the beginning, because I don't think I preface this conversation with saying forgiveness is not about the other person. Forgiveness is not for them. Forgiveness is for you. It's so that you can feel better and so that you can let go of the pain and the anger and the resentment. Um, It's it's not about them. So just saying to them, you know, hey, I forgive you. Those are just words and you're not truly giving them forgiveness anyway. So if that's what they need to hear, say it, who cares? It's not going to hurt you, right? But then we have to actually deal with the problem of the fact that you didn't truly and honestly forgive them. So the second reason I think that a lot of people do not forgive is because of vulnerability. So let's say, for instance, you have somebody and they're doing something wrong to you over and over again, and they're doing the same thing and they finally come to you and they say, Timmy, forgive me, forgive me for everything I've done. And you say, okay, you're forgiven. I finally will forgive you. In some people's minds that thinks that that opens it back up. For them, to, the person that is doing the wrong to think that is okay. So you are opening yourself up to be vulnerable when you forgive someone because you're basically saying you're forgiven and they know now that if they do it again and again and again, you're going to forgive them over and over and over. So sometimes not forgiving someone is a defense mechanism. It's a way to protect yourself from having these things happen to you again. Um, the next one is ego. We just don't want people to win. I remember, I remember thinking a lot, you know, if I forgive them for what they did, they won. They're at home going, huh, I'm off the hook. I didn't dig, you know, I'm not in trouble. I didn't, nothing bad happened. She forgave me. And I'm sitting at home and I'm still festering in that anger and that resentment and that pain and that hurt. Um, just thinking of an example would be let's say you're in college and you're dating a gentleman and you really like them and you've been going out for a long, long, long time. And he cheats on you. He's with your best friend, right? That is the ego jumping up there because you all of a sudden are thinking, oh my goodness, I'm not, I wasn't good enough for him. And he went and he cheated on me and now I've forgiven him. So now he's got the best of me and they're still out together and they're gloating. And you're still living in this anger, resentment, and hate. So it's ego. And we all know what ego stands for, edging God out, because when your ego takes over, you do a lot of things and you that are just not good for your well-being in general. So those are really three reasons. And those are three reasons that I can think of that I've used a lot for reasons not to forgive people. I will be honest with you. When my mother passed, I was 18. She had been horrific to me my entire life. And people would ask me, I would go to church or people, you know, from the church would say, do you forgive her? And I would say, not over my dead body. I will never forgive what she did to me. Well, let me tell you something. The minute she died, all of a sudden it was like my whole perspective changed and no longer did I have to forgive because there was nothing bad else bad that could happen to me. Now it was in the past. I could deal with that. I could heal. I could move on. But I didn't worry anymore about her calling me up and telling me she had cancer and I had to run and see her. And then I get there and there's nothing wrong with her or her, you know, drinking and just saying the most horrific things or her punching me for no reason. I never I didn't have to fear about these things anymore. It was no longer a threat. And so now it was just I looked at her. I mean, literally the minute she told me they told me that she had passed, my mind did like a 180. And it was no longer about forgiveness. Now I just looked at her and I knew she's in a better place. She suffered. She lived a horrific life, but I don't have to worry about it anymore. So it was like, bam. Now, so like 10 minutes after she had passed, if someone said, do you forgive her? And I'm like, I would have said, yes, because it's done. It, I, I, I forgive her because she was in a horrible place. So I know for a fact that my reason for not forgiving when I was a child was that it, was, it let me opened me and exposed me to that vulnerability. So those are a couple of the reasons. Now, if you go to different people and they say different things um, about why you should forgive and how you should forgive and all of this other stuff, forgiveness is in your heart. Forgiveness is something that you have to do. And like I mentioned, you're only doing it for you. So one of the biggest things that I get is I'm going to go to hell or God is not going to forgive me if I don't forgive other people. Okay. I have a very different view on that from many, many, many people. And I do believe in love my God, but I don't believe that my God is going to send you to a fiery pit because you can't forgive someone for doing wrong. So if you go through the Bible and you hear, you know, how many times am I supposed to forgive seven times? And they say, no, seven times seven, you know, seven times 77. So 539 times, I'm supposed to forgive someone. Well, yes, he says, yes, you just continue to forgive and you forgive and you forgive and you show love and you show compassion. Well, that is is Jesus, that is God. That is what it is all about. It is about showing love and compassion. Now, I even look at that differently. I look at that like, I'm not gonna forgive the same person for doing something set 539 times, but it might take you, if somebody has wronged you really badly, it might take you several hundred times of looking at them and just giving a little more forgiveness, just giving a little more compassion, just giving a little more empathy to where each time you deal with that person, you open up a little bit. You let go of a little bit of that anger and a little bit of that hatred. So maybe that means that you might take you 539 times to forgive for that one thing. Who knows? We can interpret it however we want to. But the bottom line is, If that is what's holding you back, then you need to try to find ways to forgive. Now, again, that does not mean going up to the person and saying, I forgive you. Because honestly, nine times out of 10, those people aren't even looking for forgiveness. Most of the time when people do us wrong, they don't even believe they do us wrong. They're not looking for forgiveness because they don't think they did anything wrong. So forgiveness is for you. So if you were like to me, if someone came up to me and they did something and it was horrific to me and they say, oh, Timmy, my goodness, I'm begging for your forgiveness. I'd be like, fine, it's over. But then I know in my heart, I need to deal with that because it's the it's the lack of forgiveness that eats you alive. Not them. They don't care. It's what's eating you alive. So going back to the, you know, I don't want to go to hell or I don't want God to not forgive my sins because I won't forgive other people's um talk to your church if that's what you truly believe talk to someone in your congregation talk to a friend talk to people about that because i do also know that if you look in the bible it says do not take revenge let god handle that so you know wording those words to that person i forgive you then let god take over to me it's kind of like karma you know karma is going to do its thing god is going to do its thing it's all going to work out in the end But the forgiveness is what you have to do you have to let go of that anger and let go of that resentment and that that stuff that's holding you back because your ultimate job and your ultimate goal is to live a joyous stress-free anger-free you know just not have that all pent up inside of you and forgiveness is a good way to do that now i'm you know it, it definitely is a good way to do that so if you go to, let's say you go to someone and they're, you're saying, I need help, okay, and you're out there and you're listening and you're like, how do I start to forgive? Um, there's a lot of different things that you can do, and going through the neurolinguistic programming part of it, and, you know, the that's called NLP, for those of you that don't know what NLP is, there's a lot of different techniques that NLP practitioners will use, and they're good for just anybody. You don't have to go to an NLP practitioner to use them, but I just want to give you a couple little hints and a couple little tricks just to try to start to practice that forgiveness. Um, The first one that you can do is really just reframe the past events. You know, there's some questions that you can ask yourself about the event that you were so angry about and reframe it. Try to put it in a positive light. Let's say, let's say your friend did cheat on you with your boyfriend in college. I mean, what do you do? You know, there's more fish in the sea, but whatever um, you're, you're working on that. Right. So go back to that situation and look at it from all different angles. You know, how connected to you were you really with that boyfriend? I mean, if he did that to you, then most likely that wasn't the guy for you anyway. You know, what part did you take in that experience? Um, just, however, you know, just reframing it, putting it in a more positive light, or just looking at it from a different perspective, because a lot of the times we haven't even really come to grasp with the task that needs to be forgiven. Sometimes it might not be the end of the world for us to begin with. And here we are eating ourselves up, losing a best friend, severing relationships, doing everything we got to do when at the end of the day, it wasn't going to be a relationship that was going to happen anyway. But that's just one way. It's just reframing the situation. Another one is anchoring positive emotions and to forgiveness. So there's a process that they called anchoring where you're literally like thinking really, really positive thoughts, and then maybe doing an action, grabbing your kneecap or pulling on your ear. And you put yourself in that positive state of mind. So one might be forgiveness. So you picture yourself forgiving someone. Picture yourself telling them that you love them, you understand, you're, you're forgiving, you're compassionate, you, you, you're not holding any grudges, all of that stuff. And then grab your ear or squeeze your knee. Because if you do this enough, believe it or not, next time if something pops up and you literally just squeeze your knee in that, that way or tug on your ear in that way, those feelings of forgiveness will come back to you and you can pull them whenever you need them. It's a practice and it takes a little bit and it's much easier if you do it with an NLP practitioner, but it's just something that you can actually do. The next thing is start journaling, start journaling about forgiveness. Um, When I was having a hard time forgiving somebody for something that they did, I used to write conversations back and forth between myself and them. They were fake conversations, obviously, but I would, just write write letters to them, telling them why I didn't forgive them. Forgive them, and then I would write a letter back to myself, telling me why they think I should. And and it went back and forth and back and forth. And even in that process of journaling, so much creativity came out. So many holes were filled into the story that I never even looked at. That I started to forgive the person because of these fake conversations. I know that sounds a little crazy, but some of these exercises do sound a little crazy. And when you're beginning to start to heal, beginning to start to look at things from a different perspective, just sometimes you just have to trust the process, work the process, because the process actually works. Um, Another one is just visualizing forgiving that person. Just close your eyes, picture that person, picture them small, don't picture them big and aggressive and mean, picture them small and talk to them, have a conversation, have a a conversation with them and picture yourself telling them that you forgive them. Now, don't forget, and we talked about why sometimes you don't wanna forgive people, is because of the vulnerability of the fact that if you forgive someone, then it opens you up for them to feel that it's okay for them to do it again. So include those boundaries in that forgiveness. In that visualization, it's, you know, I forgive you for what you did, but I want you to know it hurt me very badly and I will not tolerate it. So if you, you know, it's not going to happen again, but I forgive you. You made a mistake, whatever it is, whatever you want to say, but have that conversation and visualize that conversation in your mind. Um, The next one is kind of interesting and it is um, basically parts integration. So sometimes... I'm going to just give you a short example. And you can read more about parts integration, or you can talk to any NLP practitioner. But this is when two parts of you are literally conflicting with each other. So let's say, let's just take my example. When I was a child, for instance, part of me wanted to forgive because everybody was telling me she's just your mom. She's an alcoholic. She's a drug addict. She doesn't know what she's doing. She doesn't mean to do it. She's She's not in her right mind. Whatever it was, everybody was telling me I had to. And so I wanted to, I desperately wanted to. And a part of me did the compassionate, empathetic, loving, nurturing, understanding part of me wanted to forgive. But then there was that other part of me that just wouldn't let me when I was a child. It just wouldn't let go. But I didn't know why. I didn't know why. I mean, part of me is saying, hey, you want to forgive her, just forgive her. And the other part is just so much resistance. So I had to dig deep and I had to, and I wish I had had some NLP practicing back then and known, known to try to figure out this other side of me. I mean, I've got two stories going on in my head. One's over here saying, forgive, it's all good, love, peace, love, you know, she didn't mean it and all this good stuff. And then this other side is that saying, whoa, stop, do not forgive. Now, if I had actually gotten together and maybe even possibly done the conversation with the two parts, you know, you, you know, you have that little good people on this side and the bad person on this side and, and they have these yes, no, yin yang, you know, back and forth conversations. Do that with forgiveness, find out why that other side doesn't want to forgive because had I done that back then, had I done that when I was 16 and I was really trying to forgive and I couldn't maybe i would have realized that this part of me wouldn't let me forgive because of i was afraid that it was going to continue to happen i was going to afraid that if i gave her that grace and that that leeway that the manipulation and the and the, the abuse was going to start all over again so those were the two parts inside of me that were battling back and forth back and forth and again had i known then what i know now and that i could have just had that conversation with the two parts basically put them in the same room, even though they're in the same room, they're all up here. But had I known that they were in the same room and that they could work together to come up with a compromise, that might've been helpful. So I don't know if any of this is helpful for you, but it really just kind of struck me. Like I had to talk about it. I had to tell people, I had to let them know that you have to give them yourself some grace. There are ways that you can forgive, but at the same time, you need to understand that forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is not so that you can go to heaven and forgiveness is not so that they can feel good about going to heaven. That's not what it's all about. Forgiveness is about letting go. Forgiveness is about letting go of the anger, the animosity, the fear, the pain, all of those emotions that the wronged thing or the wronged person did to you. That is what forgiveness is about. But I promise you, If you can learn to forgive and you can learn to, you know, look at that person with some empathy and some compassion, and you can, you can let go of that stuff. You're going to be so much happier in the long run. I absolutely promise you 100% because any emotion, whether it's forgiveness or, you know, anything you're dealing with, whether it's forgiving someone or whether it's the guilt that you deal with about not forgiving them, you know, that's a whole nother thing. Anything that you keep bottled up inside of you is just going to wreak havoc on your system. It's going to wreak havoc on your body, your mind, your soul. We talk about it so much, but anything that you can do to open up and get rid of anything toxic, anything bad, anything negative in your body and in your mind is just going to be better for you in the long run. So again, for those of you out there listening, there's ways to forgive, but don't beat yourself up about it. It's a process. It takes time, it takes energy, it takes willingness, it takes understanding. So if you're looking and you want to know, you know, maybe what are some things to do that can jumpstart the process? One, I would begin to journal. Start talking about it. When you feel something that you're angry or sad about and you're feeling like you need to forgive someone, just start, start writing. Just scribble it out. Put it all down on paper. When you put it on paper, for some reason, it becomes real. So journal that. But when you're journaling, I want to give you a couple questions to ask yourself. One, why are you not forgiving? What is the story behind why you are not forgiving? And go deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, They say with healing, the first question is never the true answer. You need to ask yourself about six to seven questions, and eventually you'll finally get to that answer. Two, you need to ask yourself, is 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 there a reason that you don't want to forgive? Like maybe the action or something is holding you on to that and you really don't have any intention of forgiving or even feel the need to forgive. Ask yourself that. Um, ask yourself how life would be different had that thing not happened to you. Walk through that scenario. Put yourself in a different story. Change the whole timeline. Go back to that time and write and answer questions about that time. How would it have been different? Would you be happy now? Would you be sad now? I mean, just answer all of those questions, but start to write. I mean, that's probably the number one thing I can tell you is to just to start to journal and just to start to be curious because sometimes when you open up that box of curiosity, you get answers that you never expected. And sometimes they could lead to empathy and they could lead to compassion and they could lead to forgiveness. But that's about it. I hope you all enjoyed this. I hope you got something out of it and I hope maybe you start feeling a little better. So you have a blessed day and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Adult Child of Dysfunction podcast. If this episode resonated with you or you think someone else could benefit from what you heard, why not share it with someone you care about? Let's heal from our past and take back control of our lives together. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to www.tamivincent.com for a free chapter of my book, Surviving Alcoholic Parents. While you're there, be sure to catch my invigorating seminar, Awakening Your Authentic Self. Together, we will rewrite our stories and turn trials into triumphant smiles. Until next time... Keep embracing your strength, keep being you, and know that you are more than enough. You are way more than enough right here, right now.